Welcome to the Autonomy Talent Podcast, where we feature creatives, discuss what they do, what they do to promote their creative endeavors, and try to come up with new methods that might boost their results and yours. We'll also have the occasional industry expert here to talk about what's new in digital marketing. So enjoy the show and remember to always live intentionally. Hey everybody, this is, welcome to the Autonomy Talent Podcast. We've got a real special guest today coming to you from LA. This fella, I found him on TikTok recently, as have a lot of other people. He's a funny bastard, man. Y'all are in for a treat here. Say hello to Mr. Nathan Hurd. How's it going, Nathan? How you doing, man? Going good, uh, for real. Sweet, man. So, uh, so you've been popping on TikTok as of late. From what I see, I mean, uh, I guess I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I, I started making videos just to make videos because I thought they were funny. So they are, uh, and then people started, I guess, liking them. There was one video in particular that I guess blew up, but I still don't think that. I mean, you know, it's 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 nice, but uh, I'm just having fun, <laughs> you know. Yeah, when you pop like 70, 80, some thousand followers in like a week, that's that's not insignificant oh okay I, I i didn't know i mean like i've literally been on tiktok since like the, the end of december so i didn't know anything about it i just started putting videos up like i do on instagram right which one was it that really took off um it was one that i was just talking about it was and it was it was a late it was one that i did around christmas uh just talking about being albino uh and then in like the middle of January is when it just like I I remember going to bed with like 18 like 18 followers mm-hmm. and then I woke up with 9000 and I was Jeez. like oh, what the yeah I was like what the hell and then um throughout the day it just kept going up and it hit about 30 uh that day and then when I woke up it was at 45 and then it just it just kept going wow and that's, I've been hearing stories like that. There's this one girl that um, are, do you, are you familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk and his? He's all over everywhere. So if not, that's not. Yeah, something. I know Gary V. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah, personally he, or anything, but I, I right, yeah, of course, me either. But he had a girl on his show here. Of uh, I guess it's been about a month ago now. This like 16 year old little girl who's been doing dance like her whole life. She's like four. She's been taking dance lessons, and mm-hmm. she just did TikTok videos just dancing in her bedroom and she had one take off and did the same thing she went in like a month she went from like a few hundred followers to over a million it's like holy yeah. shit <laughs> yeah yeah man it can be like that i like you know well i think that the the funny thing that i'm noticing about tiktok is because i because i'm not really on facebook no more like that um because it's just it's all negative now and i'm not really about that 
Yeah, and all, uh, all I think I get you. It's all politics and negative, and I'm just like I don't. I'm not. I'm not a political person. I just don't care. I'm like, I would rather talk about sandwiches. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey man. And and uh, and I think what happened was is like all the kids was on it, and then the adults got on it and brought all the seriousness to like the seriousness to it. So the kids left, went to Instagram. And then that happened to Instagram and then that happened to Snapchat and TikTok's just a new thing that the adults haven't ruined yet with because yep. I mean like because kids don't have any agenda. They just want to fucking have fun. That's it. Exactly. The world hasn't hit them yet. But with adults, all we think about as is how not to get hit in the world. So we're just like we're like, well, it has to be serious and kids don't they just want to have fun. So th- the adults that are on TikTok are just for the most part having fun and uh so i like it i fuck with it i like it a lot same here that's why i'm on it man this is also uh, it could be such a time suck though man so i've been trying to do shit and i like i'll open tiktok and next thing i know like 30 minutes has gone by and i've been just sitting there scrolling <laughs> <laughs> yeah that does happen because uh because i'm a huge fan of like cats i love cats and shit and so they keep putting cat videos up and i can't stop my I daughter had stop. one with her cat on there. It was with her cat and her dog, and it was this little song where a girl, it, it went back and forth between the dog and the cat, and the, uh, the song went something like, "Girl, you like me a little bit? No, I don't even like you a little bit." And it's like it was the dogs and the cat <laughs> going back and forth like this, and it was like See, her most popular. Funny. It was her most popular video. It had like over 1,100 hearts on the damn thing, and oh hell and, yeah, uh, yeah, it just popped, and like I guess whoever the original artist was of that song got wind of it and came and like smacked down everybody with copyright strikes and got all those videos that use that sound pulled she was really disappointed in that because that was her one video that kind of first started to get a little traction well here's the thing like because i because i have i've had a number of my videos taken down and then i'll just put them up on on instagram and then tell people to go to my instagram if they want to see the video just because instagram's guidelines are a little different um but People keep asking me, they're like, yo, dude, how do you know, how do you go by? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I just do the things that I want to do. And then it, it, somebody likes it, hopefully. But, uh, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really get it. I don't understand TikTok. I'm, I don't understand why there's so many like really big celebrities that don't have a lot of followers. I don't understand. I so, guess because. Uh, I don't know, I guess because of the demographic on there. It's mostly young kids, and they all know The Rock and Kevin Hart and all these other people. And they're like, yeah, who gives a crap? I see them on the movies and stuff. That's not what I'm on TikTok for. So that's that's what I figure is why they're not really blowing up over there. But they will until it starts aging up, and they will. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll start aging. And then the kids will go to the new thing. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and a couple years later, and, uh, it'll, it'll start popping like this, and then it'll age out, and the next thing know, will come around. That's what it is, man. Yep. That's what it is. Can't be mad. It's a never-ending cycle. You just got to keep up with it. Yeah. Pretty much, dude. Man. But it's, uh, yeah. So you, you said you're trying to put together a tour for later this year? Yeah. Um, I'm doing, I'm going to, I'm probably going to be in Edinburgh this summer. Edinburgh, Scotland doing a wow. doing a festival again. Yeah, I did a I did the the uh Edinburgh it's called the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh I did that last year. Um it's a this the biggest 
like a fringe festival in the world. Like um, the, I don't know how to put it in. The town of Edinburgh normally has about 500,000 people. During the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, it has 2 million. So it's like, there's a, yeah, it's a, it's a very big festival and it's the entire month of August. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I was doing my show uh, every single day for 25 days. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to probably go back and do it again. But I want to do a down south tour like late fall. That's what I'm really I'm looking for, like late fall, October, November, uh, hitting Texas, uh, maybe Bama, definitely Florida, Georgia, the Carolinas and then um, Tennessee and uh, Missouri. Hell, yeah, that'd be a good, good little trick. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, it's taking a long time to put together, but uh, that's what I'm looking at. So that's a tour that we're we're trying to put together right now. Well, I'm in the Dallas Fort Worth area, so if you come around here or even to Austin, Austin's only about three three and a half hours or something like that from me. So if you're coming to either one of those, man, let me know. I'll, I'll damn sure be there. I'll... Oh, we'll probably. I'm 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 100. I mean, if if the tour happens this year, we're going to be in Austin and Dallas Fort Worth and probably Dallas. Um, and then probably Houston and San Antonio as well. So cool. yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a nice little run in Texas. Sounds good, man. There's yeah. a dude. It's I, I'm, I know I'm not telling you anything, but the comedy scene has been really blowing the fuck up in the past few years. It's just insane. Like the oh, yeah. people the people that are popping getting Netflix specials and now like uh Prime is starting to do it like uh what's his name Jim Gaffigan was the first like mm-hmm. big name act to go over and do his latest special on Amazon on Prime mm-hmm. and so yeah. it's like it's just expanding and expanding uh, I'm I'm sure others like um Disney Plus will probably have some on there before you never before you know it even so Hulu maybe they'll their, yeah they'll have their brand of uh of comedian on there I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It'll have to fit with the uh, Disney brand, of course, but yeah. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, like you know, comedy is blowing up right now because I think number one, it's it's much more accessible than it used to be because the clubs were kind of the only place that you could see comedians, right. and now you can see them online. So I think that that's part of it. Um, Dallas, though, I mean, I have a lot of comedian friends from from Dallas, Dallas Worth, you know, uh, everywhere in Texas, and all of them are funny, and they're all like, you know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> I, I think that just, I think that it's just man that people want to laugh, you know what I mean? Like, and now you can you can kind of find whatever type of comedian that you want. So if you like dick jokes, you can find that if you. There's a guy who does that and you can find him now online. So I think that that's one of the biggest reasons that the comedian is just like the comedy game is just blowing up. I love it. That is true. I didn't think about the different particular niches. You know, you like someone that does a certain brand of comedy. You can easily sort them out. Oh, 100 percent. The Andrew Dice Clay still sells out everywhere he goes. He's got those, you know, he's got those built in fans. And just a second, Nate, my daughter's got a question for me real quick. So, what does that word say? I something the lottery is. Okay. I puke. I did. I can't read that. I think it's. I, 
predict. Predict, yeah, that's it. I predict the lottery is boom. Rigged. I don't know. <laughs> okay, man. Sorry, my, my daughter needed help with her homework for a second there. You good? She's like had a screenshot of the board and she couldn't read the the teacher's writing on her oh. iPad. <laughs> so, like I don't know what it says. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I ain't got kids yet. I'm I'm dreading having to. I mean, because I'm Uncle Nate to all my friends' kids though. Right. So. So I'm always the one that I, I'm just a bad influence. That's my job is to be the bad influence. You're the fun That's uncle. I know. I'm the fun <laughs> uncle. My Hell nephews. Yeah. I, oh, man, I was uh, my nephews came visit me last summer and I, I, I got to took a take them to Sky Zone, not Sky Zone, uh, Boom Shock a lot. I don't know what y'all call it out there, but I'm, you know, the trampoline parks. Oh, yeah, when, yeah. Yeah. There's one of those of different brands me, of them around here. Yeah. You know, and I got to take into one of those. <laughs> And uh, doing dangerous stuff because moms wasn't there. I gave right. him way too much sugar. You know what I mean? Oh, it was it was beautiful. Yeah, being try being divorced and and uh, co-parenting like I am, and it gets oh, wow. kind of it gets kind of fun when like she, her mother has completely different ideas of how shit should go down than I do sometimes. <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. Uh, yeah, man. I don't even know how y'all deal with that, but uh, respect the fact that y'all do. I manage somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, good on you, dog. I'm glad you do. I'm sure we were talking about you. You mentioned something about Andrew Dice Clay a minute ago, and I, I got sidetracked there, so, and I oh, didn't no. hear what you were saying, man. What? Oh, man, it's all good. I was just saying that Andrew Dice Clay is one of those guys who just has a built-in fan base. And yeah. I've seen him, you know, I saw him in Vegas and his fans, I mean, he sells out. He's selling out places. Also, um, I know 30 plus sells, years after he started, he's still selling out places, doing the, selling out, the still same still routine. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. He's not doing the same routine. It, the, yeah. the, like the, you know, the, the hickory dickory doc stuff, all that yeah. stuff. That the goes at the end. The, right. Yeah. The, He's um, got to throw those in there because that's what everybody wants to see. Everybody has that's to see what there. People, you know, yeah, that's what the people like his his fan, like Ravenous fans came. But he's yeah. actually like a legitimate, like really good comic, which I didn't realize until I saw him live. And I was like, oh, shit, he's actually a really good comic. And then he puts that stuff at the end because that's what they want to see. But like his shows are rowdy as hell, but they're fun. Oh, I'm sure they are. That's like I remember him from way back in the day when he was first getting, you know, first really getting big, and oh, he mm-hmm. was one of my favorites back then. Him yeah, and uh, um, him and what's oh fuck, uh, Sam Kennison. Oh God, oh, yeah, I Ken- love Kennison, man. Yeah, Kennison's another guy, absolutely hilarious. Man, he we, he, we lost him way too damn soon. Mm. Yeah, man, it's uh, ah man, damn drugs, man, them damn drugs, man. I know, man. There's a there's a lot of comedians that uh that have problems with substance abuse. Yeah, that's not uncommon. Yeah, it's not uncommon. Entertainers in general. Yeah, well, I mean, it's. I think people think that it's easier than than it is. You know what I mean? Like, comedy is the only profession that I've ever experienced where you're judged the first time you do it. Good point. I think unique. That's unique to stand-up comedy. Like, music has a lot of parallels, but you can get really good at the guitar before anybody sees you. But for comedy, the very first time you do it, you're judged. That's almost the point. And then no matter how good you get at it, 
you can still bomb. And no matter how long you've been doing it or how short you've been doing it, you're judged by the audience the same. Yeah, you're only as good as your last show, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I mean, like, you're literally just like, like, if oh, I know you can't up, work it out, you can't go like sit in a practice room and work out your material and be ready to hit the stage. It just doesn't oh, work oh, that yeah. way like it does with a band. No, absolutely not. You got to practice the stuff in front of people. And uh, that's the only way to do it. It's, it's that's the only it. way to do it. And when people don't like you and when people don't like you in a lot of other genres, I feel like they're they're talking about your work. Like if they say, you know, I don't like Van Gogh, they're they're me. They're talking about his paintings, but they're not talking about the person. But when they don't like you in a, as a comedian, they're talking about you. Like like they mean they mean you. They like. When people say, oh, man, I don't like Dane Cook, they mean Dane Cook. They don't they don't mean his jokes. They mean the person. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's it's unique to comedy. But uh, but I still love it, though. Oh, yeah, it's it's great. I've been a huge fan, like I said, from way back when I remember when you know Murphy was just starting out and just coming off of SNL and oh, all that. Back yeah. in the day. And he's like he's got a tour coming up. He's got a stand up. He's doing it again. I, I can't wait. If he comes anywhere, even remotely close to here, I'll definitely be going to see Eddie. But, oh man, you should. I mean, he, he, I, I feel like he's always just been a funny dude though. Like, you know oh, what I mean? God. Like funny person. I just recently rewatched raw like a month or two ago. It was on Netflix. And I was like, Oh God, this is still one of the best fucking stand up routines ever. I, Although there there was I one like by Richard Pryor on there too was I think was even better from like around seventy six or something like that an old Richard Pryor routine and I'm like oh my god I don't think I've ever laughed that fucking hard. <laughs> I think yeah like the one I think it's the one in the theater uh, I don't think it's live and smoking I think it's before that but uh Pryor's I mean he's a he's a I mean like legend doesn't even really put into like words what he is you know oh I know he could Pryor. Prior just said he was a pioneer. He, yeah, I mean, he, he was the, the first person. He was the first person to really, um, cause, cause I think what people forget or don't know about Richard Pryor is he was already successful in Vegas. He was very, very successful. He was rich, and he was one of the headliners in Vegas. He had his own show. He was making stupid amounts of money in Vegas, and before people even knew who he was and the Richard Pryor that we all remember that mm -hmm. came because he got tired of not talking about what he wanted to talk about because he wasn't talking about the same material. He was just a, he was a clean comic. He was completely clean. He talked about, Hey, you ever been to What's the store? That, that was like? him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then it wasn't until he said, screw all this. I'm going to go be myself. And that's the Richard Pryor that we remember, but he was already, he, What's so amazing is, is that he was already successful not being himself. And then he created an entire like he just said, screw it. I'm going to be like he could create something that was successful and then be himself and also be successful. That's just really rare to be able to do that. And and at, at that high of a level. Yeah, Pryor was a, just a brilliant comic, man, and brilliant yeah. person in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Loved him. That's my favorite parts of Raw was whenever uh, Murphy was talking about Pryor and how uh, Cosby had been oh, giving yeah. him a hard time about his language and everything on stage. And he said he called up Richard. He said, Richard's like, do you get paid when you say what you say? Yeah. Said, do the people laugh when you say what you say? Yeah. 
with a tail bill to have a coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Next time I yeah, told him, I said, exactly. suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a great. Yeah. I love that part. Tell him oh. that. Well, tell Bill to have a coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. That was and so that, that was a, and that was actually a, from from what I've under from what I've heard from a lot of other comedians that was a real conversation. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah, yeah. Prior and Murphy actually had because, yeah. It's funny to think back now that at that point in time, Cosby was thought of as the moral authority of the group. There, it's like, wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, not in the group like that. The the Bill Cosby stuff. That's not yeah, that in was the never, public eye. I realize. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, it wasn't new. Like, people people had talked about it. They talked about it in the 90s. They talked about it in the early 2000s. They did SNL sketches, uh, sketches about it. It was a very known thing. It's just that nobody nobody had come to those numbers. And then when the numbers started coming out, it was like, wait, you in the 50s bit? Like, like everybody kind of, like, compiled notes. And then when all the notes were compiled, it was like, it was like, God damn, like, you know what I mean? It was crazy. Um, but a lot of comedians weren't like, like comedians already knew. That's where it all came out with right. uh, with Hannibal Burris. Yeah, but, I was trying to think of what it was. It was Hannibal. That's who it was. Yeah, it was Hannibal. But the funny thing was is that it had already been something that was talked about in the comedy community, but it had also been like comics. There was a lot of comics who respected Bill but didn't like him because Bill didn't like like the Def Jam comics. Like he right. hated them. So he always thought he was better he, than everybody. So. He did. He thought he was better than everybody, and he would purposely not want like help other young black comics get on. So a lot of black comics, when 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 Bill was going through that shit, they they felt no sympathy. Like they were just like, man, fuck you. You didn't. You had. You didn't have any of our backs at all, in any way, shape, or form. And you're being. You're dirty, dog. Like you're filthy. The shit he was doing is gross. So, <laughs> and now he's in jail, you know. And then it was like, did you see Murphy when he was when he was back on SNL? Like, uh, it was like the week before Christmas. Yeah, I did. Oh man, that 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 little joke he threw out about Bill in the in his uh, monologue was just fucking. Excellent. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like, if you told me 30 years ago that I would be the like the boring stay-at-home dad and Cosby would be in prison, I'd have told you you're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was great. That was great. I love Eddie Murphy. And I didn't realize that was the first time he's been back on there since he was a cast member. He had never hosted yeah. the show all these years, like thirty some years. It's like, wow, that's incredible to think that it's been that long since he's been on there. And it, yeah, man. I had to go back and watch it on Hulu because I missed it originally. And oh man, I watch it. I'll watch it again. I watch it two, three more times. I want to go back and watch Dolomite again. <laughs> Oh my yeah yeah oh man Dolomite was dope I actually really liked it oh that was a badass movie I really enjoyed that yeah. I liked it and I didn't think it was gonna be good like I was kind of like skeptical like oh, yeah I wasn't expecting much of it like I, yeah but I was uh, I was happy about it cool man yeah but uh but yeah man um comedy's fun. Comedy is a lot of fun. Um, it's just a lot of a lot of work, not a lot of pay, almost none. But uh, but still, I'm happy doing it. Still grinding. If you Man. keep pulling up numbers like this, you'll be you'll you'll be getting that paycheck soon. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. 
comedy is weird. You don't really do it. If you get into comedy for the money, you're going to be very disappointed. Like, because it's it doesn't come quick. There is no there's no fast track. You know what I mean? Like, there's no there's no there's very few people. For the average comedian, it takes it's going to take you twenty years. Twenty years. I believe every bit of it. Yeah. Yeah, like it's gonna. I mean, like people look at Dave Chappelle. I'm like, yeah, he's been doing comedy for since for 35 years. You know, Joe Rogan started in the early 90s. Bill Burr started in 92. Louis C.K. started in 1985, and we didn't really know who he was until like 2007. So mm-hmm. it takes a really long time. Kevin Hart has been doing comedy for 21 years. Um, and he's blowing up now, but you know, I mean, like it takes a really long time to kind of get to the point where you're actually making a consistent amount of money, um, because you have to get good. You have to, you have to get good. So you'll see people like kind of blow up from social media, but then what ends up happening is, is that they didn't have the background in comedy. They hadn't put in the set. So eventually people just get bored with the same jokes they're like well what what else can you do i can see that you know so i mean that's that's the that's the good thing about comedy because it just it allows the cream really does rise to the top because you can't like you have to be funny you do have seen some of those and i don't want to i don't want to talk i don't if i'm going to call anybody's name is only being a positive light i'm not going to try to like you know put anyone on blast here because but i've known of a couple of comics that you saw their like special that they were on or something, and it's like that's great. And you go like two years later, you catch something they do, and it's the exact same material, maybe like one more joke thrown in there. It's like, and it's like, okay, yeah. I've heard this, so let's do. I need something new. And so, yeah. usually, what you want to do is the special, like, because you'll work on your special for like six months to a year, right. and then you'll film it, you'll do a couple shows, and then you'll get it. Usually what that's doing is you're burning all that material. I mean, there might be a couple jokes that you do that are like staples, but for the most part, uh, yeah, I, I, if I'm, that's how most comedians do it. But I, I'm, you know, I, I ain't saying nothing about nobody, but yeah, that's how most people do it. It wouldn't, two years later, you wouldn't be doing shit from the special that you did two years prior, but that's oh, again, just some comedians. And then some, some, sometimes, you know, you show up, <laughs> there's been times when you show up to a show and you're like, man, you're not feeling good. You're feeling sick. You don't want to go on stage and you got to be up there for an hour. And you just be like, you know what? I'm just going to give them my special. How many, maybe, maybe people haven't seen it. You know what I mean? Like that happens too. It's a weird business, dude. It really is. When you go up there and you shit down your legs on stage. Oh yeah, that happens. (laughs) I loved that video. I was laughing so bad. Dude. Dude. Food poisoning is no joke, dude. It's no joke. Oh my god, I feel so bad for that venue. <laughs> for the janitors at that venue. Oh, my oh god. dude, yeah, because there was definitely a, there was definitely puddles. Like it was it was it was thick. Was People that are thick. listening to this later, I won't have a clue what we're talking about. But Nate does a video on one one of his videos on his TikTok where he talks about where he had food poisoning, and it's on Instagram too. You can go, you'll find it. Um, and he had food poisoning and he just shit all over himself on stage and just like shit water running down his leg and down puddling yeah. on the Oh, it was so fucking funny. It was bad, dude. <laughs> and I did the rest of my time too. I finished my time. I had to, I feel like, I feel like yeah, why not? I'd already shitted. It, the worst thing that could have happened had already happened. I'm not going to also get off stage. 
good point because that would have only made it worse yeah like like i feel like if anybody who saw the story even if they saw what happened telling it man i saw this dude he shit himself and then ran off stage but if the story completely changes if you say man i saw this dude he shit himself and stood in the puddle and continued to throw jokes that's a bad motherfucker right right so so, so yeah Um. also i was really at the time i was very shocked that i had just shit my pants like i was very it was I had to take a moment to acknowledge to myself, Nate, you just shit your pants. That's what you just did right now. That's, that just happened because that's not something that happens. Typically, if you an adult, you don't shit your pants a lot. So when yeah, you do, yeah, you got to take a moment and reflect. <laughs> and I took that moment and I reflected on stage, on stage. Yeah. And then went right into the next joke. I didn't move around a lot after that, though. I would imagine not, no. Yeah. Kind of keep it, it contained just, to one little area there. Yeah, well, no, it was definitely not contained, but I didn't want to... <laughs> I, I didn't want to spread it around, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to make a muddy situation even muddier. I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not trying to be crop dusting all over the crowd, huh? <laughs> oh, man, especially when the crops got flakes. You know what I mean? Like I can, I would. It was. It was not gonna just be the smell of the crop. It was gonna be the entire. You were gonna get hit with some corn. You know what I mean? Like I ain't want to do that to them people. They ain't deserve that. No. That is awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Crazy. Fucking food poisoning. Oh my god, terrible. So bad. Where can people find you, Nathan? I know, I know, um, I know, I know but I'm, I want to hear from you. <laughs> well, you can you can just find you can find me on most social media on uh, on Instagram at uh, Nathan Heard Comedy Heard with a U H U R D, and then on TikTok at the same name, and uh, on Snapchat at the uh, Nathan. Wait, uh, I what am I on Snapchat? I never remember mine either because I don't use it that much. Yeah, exactly. I don't use it that much. I should be, but I don't. It's like, I think it's the albino one or something. That they, yeah. If you find me on TikTok and, and Instagram, then there's links to my Snapchat. Right. And, and you have your you have a website too? Uh, no, the website's still being put up right now. Um, oh. But I do have a YouTube page. Um, and that's just, again, uh, Nathan Heard Comedy. Yeah, I've seen your YouTube page also, and and I even found your Twitter earlier today when I was re- doing some more research for this. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, my Twitter is—I think it's Nate, Nate Heard. Yeah, yeah, because Nate Heard comedy. I had a hard time Heard. finding it, and I finally it finally came up. I was like, oh, there it is. So it's a little yeah, different. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a little, well. I don't. I didn't. I don't tweet that often, but I've been starting to tweet a little bit more. Awesome. Yeah. So that's where you can find me. Well, man, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me for a little bit this evening. I know the audience will will appreciate it as well. Man, I had fun, man. It was uh, it was a good time, man. Thanks for having me on, for real. Man, always uh, come back anytime. And when you're in town, let me know. I got, I owe you a drink. Absolutely, dude. We'll do that. Um, hopefully, this uh late uh, late fall, I'll be out there and we'll have that drink, though, for real.
Sounds good, man. My birthday's in late October, so that's that's perfect, man. We'll we'll, we'll get together and celebrate. Oh hell yeah! Sweet man. Up. I love well, that. Man. I'm in the south. That's awesome. And you're you're in L.A., right? Yeah, I'm in L.A. I'm rich. I'm I was born in uh in L.A., but I I was raised in Florida. Oh okay, that's what's up. Hell yeah. yeah. I lived down there for a while, and I was stationed down there for a while in the, when I was in the military in Orlando. So. Oh nice. Yeah, I was Sweet. in Jacksonville. Ah, okay, cool. I have I still have family over in the like St. Pete, Tampa area too. So that's what's up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, it's good to talk to you, man. I'll hit you up on Instagram soon, dude. Absolutely, brother. Have a good rest of your night. All right, man. You too. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcast. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen, and I hope you found a few things you could take away from it. Be sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you happen to hang out on social media. We're all over the place. Just look up Autonomy Talent on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn. You name it, we're probably there. So until next time, be sure to always live intentionally.